0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.
1: Welcome to the Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz.
0: Man, you sound so perky. This is Michael Red.
1: I'm always perky, man. Listen, you, you know my life is perky. I, love it. I don't know why. I'm never, I never it. down. I, I know you too. You never had a bad day. I don't think we have bad days. We have bad moments. But I don't think you and I, as far as I know, right. 15 years, we don't have bad days. Uh, God's right. too good for That's us to have man. bad days, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'll be excited, yeah. man. I, you know, I'm excited to talk about this. So, how are you, man?
0: <laughs> I love you, boy. You know I'm messing with love you. you I, I, I'm i doing great, man. I'm doing well, man. Do, as you know, inundated with a lot of stuff. But uh, but excited always to be on, on the cast with you, man.
1: A lot of stuff, man. People don't know. The, the calendar's busy, but uh man always take time to talk about his word man um and this new year that we in man i think uh i've had several folks talk to us and i know those who listen first of all we want to thank you for listening every week um i see the numbers i see those i see those uh a lot a lot of folks listen to the first obedience uh mike so i want to say that because we're going to continue the conversation on obedience um meaning humility right that humility is an act of obedience to God. I'm not gonna say that again. That humility itself, mm-hmm. walking in humility, is an action of obedience to God. So I want to hit that and I want to enter that, but I do want to say this. I had some um some texts and some calls for the waiting last week. And I had some I had somebody wow. tell me yesterday that Psalms 27 has just been a staple for them this year, and they continue to read it every day. And so um that is powerful. That the Holy Spirit is really slowing us down especially in this country you know what i mean to slow us down i know we have folks that listen to it in other countries but in this country to slow us down and begin to really intentionally wait on the lord right and seek his face and wait on whatever he desires right and i think uh our hearts begin to i would say this man our hearts begins to be settled and we get rid of anxiety we can get rid of uh trying to get to the future you know what i mean if we just settle our hearts to waiting on the Lord,
0: yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I don't want to be redundant of, of what we talked about last week, but that's exactly right. And um, it takes humility to wait. It takes it Takes humility to wait. It, it's it's uh, it takes brokenness to wait, and we'll talk about that today in today's podcast.
1: Brokenness, man. What 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 do you consider brokenness? Before I go to that first scripture, I want to read an exodus, man. What do you consider brokenness?
0: It's a big question. (laughs) Yes, I mean, you can go a myriad of ways. I mean, brokenness to me has everything to do with uh, not relying on yourself Mm. um, for any amount of direction, any amount of wisdom. It's completely given over to the Holy Spirit. It's it's absolutely bankrupt, being bankrupt, right? Um, on, I have nothing to offer, and, and God has always been attracted to weakness. You know, I I, I, I dare not bring my strengths to the table uh, because his strength is stronger than my strength. Come on, man. You know, so completely open, completely bankrupt, completely given over of yourself to his lordship and his
1: sovereignty i love that definition bankrupt bro uh and literally just when you said that word it took me to the word poor uh one of the words in uh in greek uh and the word poor in the new testament is bankrupt mm-hmm. so i gotta read it because it's just in my heart when you said it bankrupt right um it's, it's, it's the old adage of the Beatitudes, right? Which I know you and I both love, right? Um, Matthew 5, 3, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The
1: word there literally not only means bankrupt, it's tuscos is the word, which again, I just, I'm looking it up, so I don't know it by memory. I, I looked it up when you was talking. It yeah. means helpless. Powerless mm-hmm. to accomplish an end, to your point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do nothing on my own. I I am no. helpless, powerless to accomplish something to an end. <sighs> Man.
0: Man. It, I, I think this is a rhetorical question. But don't you believe, Danny, that you can get more accomplished through tears than complaining in life? Oh, man. And when I I say that, I I mean that sincerely in the sense of like one of the representations of brokenness is tears. I think sometimes we live our lives complaining and throwing tantrums, thinking that's going to move God on our behalf. But what really God is attracted to and what really is going to move God, I believe, is tears. And tears are a secondary consequence of what's happening inside the heart. You know, the heart the heart is being broken. Anyone out there who's ever had their heart broken by a male or female and how that made you. How much more you know our hearts being broken before the Lord could produce tears. There's a lot of people out there, and I, I believe I'm gonna say this prophetically, and I, I mean this, yeah. there's gonna be a restoration of tears in this in this time in people's lives. People had never cried or people haven't cried in a long time because of the of the callousness of the pain of a hurt of uh, unmet expectations, yeah. right? And I believe I believe God's going to restore a gift of tears. I believe tears are a gift. And, and it's so critical that we begin to have our heart in that posture of brokenness. In fact, the fir- first thing you should pray in the morning, I believe, is God humble me. Humble my heart. Give me a, a heart of flesh. Before we get into, you know, requests and and declarations, Lord, let me let me let me begin to ask out of humility and out of a place of brokenness, and sometimes that may include tears. Yeah, and I know for me and you, a lot of times it includes tears.
1: Uh, man, you, I'm I want to go so many directions. I'm going to go two different directions, um, but then they're going to uh, meet up. The first one I want to go with when you said tears, the word desperation came right to my mind. The that des- being desperate, right? When you're so desperate that it like you exhausted all. And again, the word poor, blessed are those who are poor. I don't know about anyone else. I know you and I. We want the kingdom. <laughs> we want the yep. kingdom. And he says Jesus is declaring the kingdom to those. The word uh, also means begging, like begging, asking alms. Like it literally, the word is beggary is not here one of the words here for the word poor right beggary right and you get to the point and I know when we were kids we did this but I think you and I experienced this as adults where we so desperate want God you know what I mean and again we're not even asking for provision we just asking to know him right mm. but I know when when I was a kid there was times that I wanted something so bad that it brought me to tears right yeah there was such a desperation of my cry that the, the emotion that came out with tears and again for us it's not even asking him to give us things it's like we are so desperate for you but i want to tackle a subject here before i mean this is all humility so for those who listen that we are humility but this is us we go on tangents i think one of the tangents and one of the the little tentacles i want to take is is there. i've heard this before you and i have heard this Let's begin to start talking about and, and I don't know. Maybe you, we don't know. I don't know the answer, but I'm asking you because I know you and I've talked about it. Why do why why do people have problems with tears? Like why do they have why you know we've had folks come to us and like they don't it doesn't take all that, right? And and like where does that hardness of heart come in where somebody is like maybe it doesn't take that off for you, but somebody sees somebody else crying? and automatically gets them angry that the other person's crying. You know what I mean? Instead of Mm. going, praise God, they're crying. Let them cry. But they get Mm. angry at the other person crying and the other person having this emotional response to God. And the only response they could have is like, it doesn't take all that. It doesn't take all that to get to God. You're you're the son of God, and God is going to come and talk to you regardless, right? Where do we get the arrogance and the pride that looks at another human being that's being broken in his desperate pursuit to God? And wow. for us, we're saying, oh, it doesn't take all that. Instead of me, I want to join in. Instead of mm. saying for me, it doesn't take all that. I'm like, I want some of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> where does that come from? Like, like I want to wow. know. Like, at, Let's discuss this because we've seen it over and over. I mean, you and I went to places and they literally told us, you guys are fire starters. They don't take, you know, not everybody takes that with you guys. Have, oh, right? that's
0: good. Oh, you said that. So wow. so,
1: you so fire... <laughs> you know, I, I got to be honest, right? We, we've literally said, oh, you guys are fire starters. Yeah. They, they always look at us like, you guys are the fiery ones. You guys are the desperate ones. And I'm like, instead <laughs> of throwing shade, why don't you join us? Like, like, oh. I, Why am I the enemy right now, right? Like people see us crying, and they, and I remember this happened to you, because again I want to talk about this. I'm gonna let you talk. I'm asking you a question. I remember this happening to you. I'm not gonna say where we were. We were somewhere, and you was just crying after God, and somebody's like coming behind you praying for you because they're like, "Lord, bless him, whatever he's going through right now." Oh I'm yeah,
0: like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like,
1: I'm like, he's not going through nothing. He just wants more. It was just the weirdest thing, and you and I laughed. After was like, "What was wrong with that person?" Just they had no sense of uh, of of seeing the moment. Uh, they had no discernment, but they automatically equated your tears as repentance in the sense of <laughs> there was some moral failure or there was something wrong with you, right? Yeah. And and, and we yeah. left there going like, "What?" So I mean, let's talk about this.
0: No, I I think you're you're referring to uh, people thinking that you're uh, at the altar repenting uh, um, and and all of that. The scripture that pops to my heart when you say that, because you ask a a really great question. The Bible says in Proverbs 9 and 10, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I think we've lost our reverence. Right? We're not as reverential. Um in in worship in, in our pursuit for god um never seen never have i seen so much pride when in the presence of the lord right From, mm, to your point on, it's 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 uh, it's like I, i'm not above it uh, in fact um lord i don't want to miss you <laughs> i i i i i don't want to miss anything that you're doing that you're presenting to the earth in this moment. And you said it best, a desperation. I think we lost our ability to be reverent, reverential uh, to the Lord, because I, I could never stand in the presence of the Lord and just, um, I don't know, be stoned, be callous, right? Even in the Old Testament, what the priests do in the, in the temple? They would lay prostrate when the yeah. glory of God began to descend, right? Um, when the real glory of God begins to, to uh, descend and invade and fill a room, There's two options. Engage it and be absolutely blessed by it, changed by it, transformed by it, or excuse yourself from the room. And I've seen both because sometimes, you know, it it may be too much for for individuals and they have to dismiss themselves from the room. Um, Others, it just overtakes them and they can't control their body anymore. They can't control their responses anymore, their actions. The glory of God has overtaken their lives. And so uh, I never want to get to a point where I'm insensitive to the presence of God, to the glory of God, to to tears. And and we've seen that, Danny, throughout the years. And I've been puzzled. I've scratched my head, you've scratched your head. And it's like, he's here. The King of Kings is here. I have no other option but to lay prostrate and bow down. I have no other option but to open my heart to what he wants to do in this moment. I just want God. I don't want to miss God. And, and when you're at a point where you are callous to that and you can stand in that and not be, and I'm not talking about being charismatic specifically. I'm just saying there's a stirring, there's a breaking of the heart in those moments. And there's an exchange, there's a heart surgery in that moment, right? A heart of flesh for a heart of stone. That's happening in those moments. And to withdraw your heart from the presence of God um, is interesting. And, and hey, I believe I, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, no, no
1: it I'm makes sorry. total sense because I no, no. Don't even be sorry, man. Because I, I want I'm I'm talking this out loud because you're stirring so many things in my mind. Yeah. Just because someone doesn't feel the presence of God themselves, just because you're not awake because we got to get rid of judgment, right? Because I think the person that's saying that it doesn't take or not, there's a judgment that he's bringing or she is bringing yeah. towards the person that, and so just be, just just as that hand the person that's getting rocked in the way they getting rocked by Jesus can't have the judgment on the other person. Right. right? So vice versa, Mm -hmm. there's no judging on either side. Right. There's not like, Oh, I love what you said. Like dismiss yourself, but dismiss yourself in an honorable way where you're not, you know, again, you're not bringing judgment and saying, I'm judging, right. I'm judging this person to do that. I'm judging, you know what I mean? Uh, You know, I'm bringing judgment on this, this person and saying, man, I, man, they're so emotional. Or they're not emotional enough, right? they stoic, right? And again, I don't want to mix this and saying that I don't want to miss this moment because I believe it's a moment of the Holy Spirit for, for clarification yeah. for folks. Like, if you don't feel it, doesn't mean that he's not in the room, right? Come on, man. It doesn't Come mean on, he's not in the room. It means he may not be in the room for you, right? And so on, that's between you and the Lord. It may be a thing that you may ask the Holy Spirit, why am I not feeling this? Right. And you Come may on be again. on your journey with the Lord. We have to be okay with both. I think it, it's always easier to judge the emotional than to, because what, what the way is judged is judged from a place of maturity. I have matured my way out of tears. Mm. I'm mature now. So I don't have to cry anymore. You know, I, I, now I just, I'm a grown man and me and God have conversations mm. and I, so you're never too old to cry. Yeah. yeah. You're never too old. I would say this way. You're never too old that you're not a kid. Yeah. Right. Uh, we yeah. Were, you and I were talking about it this week when, I, when my girls being older, no matter how old they are. And I have girls outside the house, now that I older, you know what I mean? They're always going to be my little girls. You know what I mean? To me. Right. They're going to be grown women having their own kids. But to me, they're always going to be my babies. Right. And they can always come in a posture of that little girl that laid in the in the father's lap or that laid right mm. you know I have my 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 senior come and she loves to cuddle. She's a senior in high school, but yeah, she's always gonna cuddle right? She's gonna be thirty and still wanting to cuddle, right? I should never yeah. take that away from her and say, hey, you're mature now. you can't cuddle yeah, you know what I mean yeah oh, yeah. oh what what makes us think and and again, that's that pride of like, I matured my way out of, I just, all I hear the Holy Spirit is like, we mature our way out of uh, tears. But when he tells us a broken spirit and a contrite heart, he will not despise. Mm -hmm. That he looks after the broken, right? He's searching for that which is broken, right? And I think a lot of times we got to get rid of the judgment and we have to bring humility and ask the Holy Spirit to give us humility. Because you could be missing out on a breakthrough because of the pride. And because of the misunderstanding, because you may not even understand it. Sometimes we demonize. We were talking about right before we got on, Hmm. right? We were talking about some things twenty years ago that was brought to us that we thought, man, that's that's heresy. But today, (laughs) yeah, today we actually agree with that. It took us twenty years to get there, right? And to 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 someone else, we may be heretics, right? And so. It's like one of these things we have to allow and have some allowance for saying, I don't understand it. I don't know it, but Amen. if they're being touched by God, amen.
0: Yeah. It's it's not enough for me to be in a moment and see what God is doing on your life in mm-hmm. that moment. Come on, man. Right. And I, I think we've been guilty of that uh, for so long where we will see someone actually being touched by God and be like, man, what a, Man, look what God's doing in her life. Well, no, let me engage in that. Let me get that, you know? And I think a lot of times, too, the perception of sin is is equivalent to, like, repentance, right? Or, like, uh, I did something wrong, right? And there's, from a religious standpoint, it's, like, demonized, right, as shame. See, religion keeps you tearless um, um, because it doesn't want you to be able to expose... um, your life, right? The, the the antithesis to religion is openness, right? And honesty, right? Yeah. So the whole foundation of religion is hypocrisy. So when I'm not crying, I'm not showing anybody that there's something wrong with me or something going on with me, right? And so really the root of that is is pride and religion, right? Come At on, man. Today, and it needs to be broken, right? And the presence of God will break through that. If you stay in there long enough, it will break through there. Um, Danny, the reality is this. We need a humility revolution. Come on, man. See, the one thing that you're describing, and I'm like, you go ahead and jump in this because No, no,
1: go ahead, go ahead, keep on. What,
0: what what I'm describing and what you're describing is that humility is not always attractive. It's not. And I love the scriptures, right? that he gives grace to the humble. I believe it's James chapter four, verse six, he gives grace. So in yeah. other words, humility, in order to tap into grace, the essence of grace, humility. the gateway on, to grace man. is humility. Come on, I man. give grace to the humble. Right. And so we want we want we want to, we want to tap into grace. We want to tap into uh, the, the grace of God, but the gateway to grace is humility. Yeah. Right. So part of this is that we've, Oh, God, we've made stubbornness a a a character attribute of our lives. Mm. Let me say that again. Can I say that again?
1: Say it again. We made stubbornness. Because Go ahead. we
0: made stubbornness. We made stubbornness a character attribute of our lives. But the reality is that you can't be a worshiper of your own view and of God at the same time. Ah, oh, man, I feel the Holy Ghost, man. you can't be a worshiper of your own view and a worshiper of God at the same time see stubbornness sends a signal to God are you hearing me that you won't turn even if he has turned Mm. that's the essence of stubbornness it it begins to send these signals to God that even if you're pivoting God and even if you're changing I won't change (sighs) Right, and if you're stubborn, you can't be led, and it becomes dangerous, Danny. I feel this in the Holy Spirit, man. It becomes dangerous to have, or to to want to have God in your life, loving you but not leading you. See, we we we. Oh my God! Loving you but not we, leading you. We want God to love us, but, but not we reject us. His leadership. That's stubbornness. I'm sorry, I'm, I went down on a no. tangent right No, we were talking about last so week.
1: We said lead and teach, lead and teach, right? And Come he said, on, man. Wait, wait and seek, really wait weird. and seek, wait and seek, right? That that posture, human. I want to say this, man, because you said so many things, and I want to go back to something you said, but I will say this, mm-hmm. humility is a choice, and we're going to read this in Exodus 10 through. humility is a choice, but if you said something earlier, shame, this is what I wrote down, when, when I, the way I heard it, Shame robs your tears. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But but hides shame hides behind pride. Yes, so really yes. pride is shame. Mm-hmm. And shame mm-hmm. then robs that tears that you have. That's so yeah. powerful that you said that,
0: yeah.
1: man. It robs your tears. Yeah. Because humility is a choice. Like you choose, let's listen listen to what Exodus 10, 3 says. So Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh and said to him, thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews. Now, I believe God is still asking the same question, Mike. How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let my people go that they may serve me. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. long will you refuse? He didn't say no one's making you. You're refusing to humble yourself before me. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Humility is a sign of totally abandonment of obedience. I can tell someone that's walking in obedience because they're walking in the humility. I can mm-hmm. tell someone that's walking in humility because they're walking in an obedience. They walk side by side, and there's conditions in them. God is waiting on us to obey. And choose to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. The question is still mm-hmm. the same: How long will you refuse? You are the one refusing to humble yourself. Mm. 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 You're, you're not seeing the pride that's in your life, right? I think another prayer of repentance is God, take the pride. I think you know there's a prayer that we 100%. pray, a lot, right? Uh, in our circles is, "Give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear, and a heart to obey." right because that's, that's going right. to deal with the pride god give me eyes to see not see we're going to talk about distraction and seeing next week so i don't even want to go there but every time we talk about seeing this is what we do <laughs> we equate seeing to prophetic scene but prophetic scene is not only future prophetic seeing is seeing what condition you are now totally totally so when you say what god I mean? give me eyes to see God, give me. let me see the prophetic condition that I am. I'm not trying to see where the children of Israel is at. I'm not trying to see where America is at. We got a lot of prophetic voices about America, about the cities, Columbus, California, you know what I mean? San Jose, San Diego, Dallas, Orlando. We want God to give us all the... And God's like, I'm trying to give you prophetic vision... For the person that you see in the mirror, oh,
0: man, oh man, oh, stop
1: trying to see what's wrong with Orlando <laughs> and what's wrong with San Jose. And what's wrong with oh. Sacramento and Los Angeles and what's wrong with Columbus and say, God, it is me. Oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. That's not it, my man. brother, not my father, but it's me. Oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. God, I'm not looking at <laughs> nobody else. <Come> <laughs> I see myself in the mirror. Show me That's where it. I need to change. That's Right. It, but I, We can't even see the pride that's in us, right? And so God, give us eyes to see, give us the ears to hear what? So that when you say move, we move. Why? Because we don't want to stay in the same condition, right? And so I have to walk in humility. Why? Because I won't walk in grace. I won't walk in spirit. I won't walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. So I need humility because humility is the gateway to the spirit. I can't get into the Holy Spirit
0: and I need a relationship with the Holy Spirit in order to overcome. Yes. Yes, man. I'm talking to you, man. No, no, you're not. you preach it, man. It's the grace of God that I am what I am. Mm. Right? And Paul walked to a level of humility to be able to operate in that. See, when I'm not obedient, I open myself up to deception. Come on, man. And if I, and if, if I live in deception, I'm callous to the sensitivity of the Spirit. Right, and so I am living from my head and not from the spirit. Right, come on, man. And so there is people all around the world who who, who praise and who shout and, <coughs> and who dance, right? But they haven't tapped into a dimension of obedience in the heart. Come on, man. Right, because as you obey, your faith grows, your discernment grows, your heightened sense of time grows. You become a son of Issachar, right? You could be, be so, but it's you you cannot see beyond yourself. Let me let me say that one more time. Come on, man. I hope this makes sense. I hope this may, and come rebuke you, Danny. If it make sense, come on, man. To your point, I will just add to what you just said. You no, can't you're 100%. see beyond yourself. If you're seeing beyond yourself, you may be a warlock. You may be just prognosticating, <laughs> but not prophesying. I feel this is the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> come on, D. Well, come on, Let's man. Talk about it, man. Come Let's on, go. man. Let's go. Come be, on, man. I can't be. I cannot. Come be on, hit. man to see beyond brokenness. Come on, man. I've got to be able to have a prostrate heart
1: before the Lord. Come on, man.
0: And then through prostration and through being bowed down and through being laid down on the cross, I can be able to see mysteries. See, he's not gonna give mysteries and insight and wisdom without fear and prostration. Come on, man. Come on, man. we going deeper in this thing, man. See, my life is not my own, man. I've been bought with a price. The Bible says, Know you not that your body's the temple of the Holy Ghost, it's not yours. Yeah. The scripture says in Hebrews eleven, I don't mean to uh uh rapid fire scripture. people. Go rapid fire. Cats,
1: we need it, we need it.
0: Come on. That that if you're gonna to come to him, you must know that he is. And that he's a rewarder than that you seek him. But you gotta come to him that he is, not you that he is. Come on, man. Hear my heart on that, that he is. They may come to him that he is, not you. And again, I think a lot of times, man, we have so placed ourselves on the throne of our own hearts rather than the the father being on the throne of our hearts. He will not share the throne of our heart with anybody else. Nobody. He won't. Nobody.
1: And we declare stuff like this. I mean, this is a scripture that we declare a lot but we don't understand it. And I think it's going to bring last week and this week together, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Everybody knows this. It's a conditional scripture about the children of Israel, but we, we take it on our own. And then even when we take it on our own, we don't understand what he's saying, right? If my people who are called by my name, Israel, will humble themselves, right? They have to humble themselves. It's up to them to do it and pray and seek my face and turn from their wickedness. See that there's a there's a process here. Humility leads you to more seeking, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And seeking leads you to see the wickedness inside of you. Yeah. Then yeah. heaven hears you. Heaven hears you, right? Come on, man. But there has to be a humility that, that a humility that comes. We know Micah six eight by memory. Every one of us can quote it, but do we believe it? He has shown you, old oh man, what is good. What is good? What do you want of us, Lord? What does the mm. Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before your God?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We know a lot of people that love to do, I, I, we got to get into this. I know we don't have much time left, but we got to get into this. We have a whole s- slew of people, I believe, in America that know, love to do justly. Help me, Lord, because I don't want to get in trouble here.
0: We love to do justly, we love to do mercy. Hold on, go ahead. Justice isn't justice if it's rooted in pride. You know what it is? Come on, man. Come on being talk vindictive. to her. it's it's called revenge. It's called being vindictive. Come on, man. Justice is only justice in holiness and humility. It's too, I, to i let me cut you off but it, 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 a lot of times it's just being vindictive and being revengeful yeah all right let me be quiet. Yeah.
1: and a lot of times we call it justice is like i'm gonna advocate for a group of people that don't have, and we that's justly that's justly that's justly right we do that kind of avocation for other people right just in in america right we do things like we have hospitals because people believe in this scripture right we have all kinds of things before you know what i mean oh, i'm gonna show mercy to some people and then we have half the half the church that says see, I'm not gonna do this because half the church believes in one political party and the other half half believe in another. But I believe most Christians, as you say, do justly. Oh, I'm doing, I'm helping this other person out. Man, I got I'm doing justly. Oh, I'm showing mercy. Go ahead, man. You want to say
0: something? Ah, it's restorative though. Come on. See, there's grace attached to, to justice. It's always restorative. It's always wanting to see things build, more see more to see things torn down. Come Go on, ahead. Man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. In I'm order saying. to
1: walk in both, yeah. you have to walk humbly with, with your with your God.
0: Yeah, see. <laughs> oh man, see, see, pride proves the point. <laughs> pride proves the point. In other words, my opinion is priority over someone else's well being. That's the essence of pride, right? Oh, when the Bible says we need to prefer one another. I didn't write that. No. So, Paul, Paul, when he's talking to the churches of the New Testament, he's not only dealing with religion, Danny, he's facing pride within these churches.
1: Oh, 100%. The establishment, that establishment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right?
0: Their way is the so, right way. That's exactly, it's proving the point. I'm, I'm right. I'd rather have, I'd rather be right, this is pride, I'd rather be right than have things right.
1: Come on, right? Come on,
0: you know. And I'm gonna say this one more time because it's 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 a, it's it's really pertinent because we have encountered this recently. My opinion is priority over someone else's well being. What gives you the right? <laughs> right? My opinion usurps the well being of a person. See, pride proves the point. It doesn't care about the person.
1: Oh. Doesn't at all. Even even if you're doing justice for them. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, T. Even if you're Come doing, on, do you think you're doing something great for them?
0: 100%. 100%. See, we're, we're, oh, man, a lot of times we're achieving out of disobedience, which is pride.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. See, godly achievement is rooted in obedience. And those same people may say, well, it's good, though. It's This is good, though. This is what I'm doing is good, though. Is it Let godly? me say this real quick. Come on. <laughs> God calls nothing good until he sees his reflection in it.
1: Come on, man. God calls nothing good until he sees his reflection in it.
0: Come on, man. If he doesn't see himself in it, it's not good. Man.
1: A lot of people do a lot of good things.
0: Is I'm it godly? Sure. Is it godly? Right?
1: Because the end result is going to be rooted not to lead people to you to Your establishment yeah. to what you're doing, it's gonna lead people to glorify the Father. Yeah. Remember what, what Jesus says, you're not like, we didn't write this down. Hallelujah. Do. Yeah. He says this, he says, This uh uh let your light shall shine before men that they may see your good works, and this is where we stop. Yeah, we say, let your oh, I'm a light. No, no, no. First of all, it's not your light, it's his light in you because John Ooh. 1 tells us, and he's is the light. But it says, "Let let them see that light of the word. Why? So that they glorify your fathers, and so at the end result, if Abba is not getting, I just got to read something else because I, I mean these are all peppered in, in the scriptures, like what it says in, in 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 that in in John fifteen. Look what John fifteen says the same thing. So here Matthew's telling us, listen, don't hide yourself. Let yourself see, so that the Father. Here John says it this way. It's almost the same wording." But John 15, oh, hallelujah. Let me get there. Can I, I surf stuff real quick? Can yes. Can I surf
0: real quick? Are you, are you fine that? Let yep. your light shine, right? Let your light shine. Your light, the interpretation of that light means your current devotional life with God. The current revelation, the current wisdom, the current walk with God represents the light. So light ceases to be light unless you're connected in devotion with God it's not even light come on man unless it's that I'm sorry I just had to inter- inter- no you're
1: 100% that. because that's always got to point to him
0: that's exactly right That's,
1: that's always, exactly if right. you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you by this the father is glorified that you bear much fruit so that you will be my disciples everything is for him to get glorified mm-hmm. even everything that we are is for him it has nothing to do about us now, I think, I know we love it because we, we love ourselves and we want to make it about us, but it has everything to do with, with him. Him, him. What do he say? Listen, we desire the kingdom. We desire the fullness of the manifestation of the kingdom of God. But there's no way that you can have even access unless there's humility and you walk in trusting God fully. Mm-hmm. Can't have mm-hmm. it. No. Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We 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 yeah. we're here to manifest heaven on earth. Yeah. That yeah. he that he gets all the glory. Yeah. Uh, so, so many scriptures are popping no, up. I, 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 I got, two, I've got two more scriptures. Go ahead and talk. But
0: well, again, um I don't want to interrupt you because you're flowing. But I think a lot of times humility is gonna play out itself in, in, in our decision making. Right? We talked earlier about ambition. Did you find your scripture?
1: Yeah. It says, for for, you see your calling brethren. This is Paul. That not many are wise according to the flesh. Not many are mighty. Not many are noble in our court. But God has chosen the foolish. The the key here is not many are these things in the flesh. This is what we're trying to. Pride glorifies the flesh. But here Paul is saying, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring nothing the things that are that no flesh shall glory in his presence. Yeah, Yeah. I feel the Holy Ghost on that, man. Yeah. No flesh with glory and his presence. You know what he's seeking for? You know what the father is seeking for? Matthew 18:1. And at the time that the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is the greatest in the kingdom? Yeah. Verse 2. Then Jesus called a little child to him and said to him, in the midst of them. Verse 3. And said, as surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become as a little children, you are by no means into the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child
0: is the greatest in the kingdom Mm -hmm. of heaven. Mm -hmm. You you can't be sent loving being seen. You can't. (laughs) Come on. We want to be sent, but we love to be seen at the same time. It's impossible. That's that's oxymoron, right? And, and so, again, I'm going back to something we talked about earlier in the, in the podcast about as far as um, impatience, um, waiting, right? Um, you know, um, the excuse nowadays is, well, this door is open, right? And there's emphasis on it, uh, open doors, right? How many times have you heard that even in Come religious on, circles man. and in and the church? It's almost like uh, God is going to open up doors or doors are opening up, right? And what we're doing is we're pacifying uncrucified passions.
1: Oh, somehow, man. See, this is where people, just go get a notebook and write that down. <laughs> we are pacifying oh. uncrucified passions. I
0: feel passions. that, man. I feel that strong, man. <laughs> I feel that strong. See, open doors oh, are not as important. hallelujah. As- open doors are not as important as to who opened it. Dude. See, but just because doors are open, uh, I feel that something. Hear me by the Holy Ghost, who's ever listening to this podcast. Don't be deceived by open doors. Begin to have discernment on who opened it, because that open door could be a snare. It could be a trap, right? And if we're not operating in the Spirit, we'll be able to fall for anything. Yeah. I only walk through doors that the Father opens. He opens doors that no man can close, and closes doors that no man can open. I want to be able to be sensitive to the spirit to make sure that it's the will of God that I'm walking into, right? All things are lawful, but not everything's permissible. The scripture says. And so I want to be sensitive to the spirit on where to go, when to go. And and that's my premise of my life, right? Another thing I'll say that, and I'll add to this, man, as we talk about this, is that when God begins to give you, Uh, uh, elevated increases of success and prosperity, can you remain submitted while be experiencing success? Oh, man. Meaning that has my head gotten too big? Have I become a legend in my own brain? Is the success that I'm experiencing a result of me or is a result of the blesser of Abba? Right. And I'm so a that. lot of times, man, when you talk about humility, right? God's begin God begins to open up doors, God begins to bless you. But a lot of times we smote ourselves out because we refuse to remain submitted. See, I'm not caught up in the blessing. Right? I thank you, Lord, for the blessing and the resources and the provision, but I'm after you. I'm submitted to your lordship, to your sovereignty. I'm I'm committed to that more so than I am committed to the blessing and success. Sorry.
1: No, you said something powerful, man. It's so good because I think a lot of times we equate the will of God as things that we like and things that we yeah. like to do. Right. And all of this, we talk yeah. about humility, but a, a humble heart says that God is really what you want because can the will of God oh. and can the open doors just literally be the open doors to heaven. All that. And that's it. Not, not open doors, not doing, we, we, we equate the doing because I was looking for just just look up the six will of gods in the New Testament. <laughs> and one of the will of Gods in the New Testament, it is the will of God for, for you to be persecuted. <laughs> mm-hmm. to, actually, mm-hmm. the word is suffer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that, that literally what it says here, uh, in Peter. Mm-hmm. Like, we love the other will of God, you know. Lord, is your will of God for me to just be the evangelist, All right? If the will of God be so that ye suffer for well doing. That's what it says in First mm-hmm. Peter three mm-hmm. seventeen. Like so, we love the will of God until it's like, well, you talking about my flesh has to come in subjection. You may have to be obedient unto death. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, no, 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 no. I thought I thought mm-hmm. the will of God got us the Bentley <laughs> and the houses and the cars and the flying, and I like that kind of will of God. You know what I mean?
0: Mm. Mm.
1: A lot of times mm. we equate the will of God with our emotions and with what we things we like and what things we don't like and the, and. Listen. In the end of the day, everything that we talk about is this. The Lord is asking for humility, yeah, so that you can dine with Him in His presence. Mm-hmm. And once you really get that, I promise you, you do not care about nothing else. You won't care about open doors, closed doors. You won't care about you know I me mean, whether you have, you don't have. When your gaze and your face is on His face. Mm-hmm. He becomes all satisfying. He's because and the kingdom, his kingdom, his reign, full come right now, and he satisfies everything that you need within your soul and your spirit, and that's bigger than having things and being noticed and all that other stuff. But man, pride is keeping us out of the presence of God, and it's a choice that we're making to stay out of the presence of God.
0: We're choosing.
1: Adam and Eve, the Word says they ran from the presence of God. They hid from the presence of God. The Word said that Jonah, he said he ran from the presence of God. See, when we want to do our own things and we get blinded by our own deceit and by our own passions, we run far away from the presence of God. But if we they walk ran, in humility, go ahead,
0: go ahead. Yeah, they ran from their original image until a, 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 they conjured up an image that wasn't their original image. Come on, and that's what pride does. Pride, actually, them them, rotten, them running away and hiding is pride. Come on, man. They covered up their divine image, right? Not to not to go down that rabbit hole.
1: No, I love that. Who told you you was <laughs> it,
0: naked? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you can testify. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll wrap with this. I know you have some other things you want to share, but on my part at least, there are some things that God has told you. I'm speaking to our listeners and myself and yourself and the knee jerk reaction to what God tells us to do is how, when we say how with that response, we're basically taking on the responsibility to see that manifest on how it oh,
1: happens That's,
0: so That's what we're doing. We, when we say how we're telling God, we'll take on the responsibility to see how it happens and manifest itself. The only responsibility that we really have at the end of the day is just say yes. When God begins to speak to your heart, gives you instructions, gives you mandates, gives you wisdoms, right? Your response and your responsibility should be just say yes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But it takes brokenness and humility to be able to operate in that. Again, my prayer, our prayer, God, humble us. Humble us. Give us a humble heart, right? Every day, right? And you begin to squeeze out pride with that level of prayer. Yeah. You know? So, you know,
1: again. I'm I'm here while you're talking, man. We're going to cut you off. Uh, I'm here to like, imagine a world where humility is leading. Mm -hmm. Right? Imagine Mm -hmm. a world where humility is leading. When you step outside of judgment, there's no judgment. It's just like we used to sing a song. We still sing it. Whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, come Lord Jesus, what happens is that we we sing that song, but when it really comes in a way that you've never seen before, we we begin to start going into judgment. Question, how? That don't look like this way. Jesus, you were supposed to come in as a king. He never stopped Hmm. being a king. Right. He was just clothes different than what other people called kings. Instead of a crown. Of jewels, he took a crown of thorns, right? Instead of a robe of rubies, he took on a slave servant mentality. Man, Mm. don't miss God because you've never seen it and heard it that way. You know, Mm. imagine a world where literally humility leads, man. That's what that's my last words. Like, imagine a world where we can live with humility. Where I don't have to question how. I don't even have to question someone else the way they act and not acting. None of that matters. Like where you just go, man, man, if, if it's God, amen. And if it's not God, Amen. I'm gonna let that person be down,
0: you know? But I know what there's I a, want. But there's a shift that's happening. And it's a shift that includes not submitting to a song, but submitting to his sovereignty. I surrender all to you. We, we submit to a song, but we refuse to submit to his sovereignty, his lordship. And in the moment, right, we do mean that we want to submit. But when we get out of his presence, we rebel. That's why we have to light the fire every day, light the altar every day on our hearts. Live in the presence of God so you can live in a perpetual state of obedience. A perpetual state of obedience comes from living in the presence of God. On, because if you don't live in the presence of God, you'll rely on logic and reason, and you begin to procrastinate on what God tells you to do in your life. God changed our hearts.
1: Uh, I, I, he I, said something. I, I was going to shut up with it, but it, there's, uh, um, there's, there's a. Uh, uh, Ryan is going to love this. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan is listening because Ryan listens, uh, and I know those who missed Ryan. Ryan will be with us in a couple of weeks if the Lord permits. Um. There's, there's, there's a uh Hebrew word. The Hebrew word is aish tamid, aish tamid, aish tamid. a i s h. Write it because you said something right there. You you really said what Mike just said. this is the homework. Go search it out. It's Leviticus 6, 12 to thirteen. Leviticus 6, 12 to thirteen. And there's a word that the in Hebrew and the word is aish tamed a-I-S-H and the word Tamid T-A-M-I-D. That literally means that the internal flame that's burning inside of you upon the altar it will never be extinguished. It will never burn out. The flames on the altar will never burn out. Pray that over yourself, Lord. I, I I I want in my life to be Aish Tamed. That the internal flame that you put inside my spirit will never burn out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That the flame inside of who I am will continue to burn because I build the altar every single day. And I say yes. I say, Iish Tamed, Aish Tamed. I'm gonna see this flame burn an everlasting fire. That's my last words, Mike. Your last words.
0: No, it's, 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 and, 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 and the burning is humility. The Burning is humility and brokenness. That's, that's part of the burning, not being able to speak in tongues, not being able to prophesy, not be able to, to lay hands on the sick, but walking in humility because man, God is, he's drawn to brokenness. A broken spirit, you quoted it earlier, a broken spirit. The contrary heart he will not despise. He's drawn to brokenness. So the gifts are there, but he's drawn to brokenness.
1: Salam, so everyone. Maranatha. We believe in the return of the Lord. That he's coming to establish his kingdom. We can't wait till next week. We're going to uh, talk about distractions. Mm. Uh, prophetic oh, eyesights oh. and visions. And so we can't wait to get on that. Mike is with us. For as long as the Holy Spirit wants us to, and then he's gonna take a break, and then he's gonna come back. But uh, and I may take a break, and he may just continue a So we'll see what happens. <laughs> that, that's that's the idea. But, but we, idea. But, yeah. So you know, I mean, we love you guys, man. We can't wait to continue to uh, just grow with you guys, man. So uh, shalom, everyone. Uh, love you, Mike.
0: Love you, my brother. Love you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.